Hello, good morning. This is episode 220, and last night Ben and I talked for almost two hours on true crime, and I had three, actually, I had three cases, he had three cases, Um, mine were two big hitters, Uh, one was Gary, Gary, Gary Ridgeway, the Green River Killer, and then I also had Samuel Little, who is the most prolific serial killer in the United States, number one, um, and number two was 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 Ridgeway, and then um, my third um, case was Alan Laguerre, the monster of Miramichi down in Canada. And then um, Ben had three cases of his own. He had one serial killer, one corona. He had the governor, Anthony uh, Camuno, or whatever you want to say it. And then he had the um, fish tank cleaner drinkers as well. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. And this is our conversation. To episode 220 of Audio Welcome back, Ben, on the podcast tonight. Hello. How's it going tonight? How is it going? It's, uh, it's, it's virusy. <laughs> well, it's less virusy um, in this area anyway. Phase two, I guess, came in today, so it's better. I mean, it's virusy, but. No one I know has remotely come close to catching this thing, and I've never heard of anyone around here having it. Is has your experience been the same? Um, yeah, people um, that, I, that I know haven't got the virus at all, except my friend, you know, Matt Green. Yes. Uh, he told me uh, like maybe three months ago. He said he said he may he may have had it at one point, but that, that was before the virus actually was a virus that they knew about. But he's not sure, though, if he got ahead or not. He's not, he's not really sure at all. But I suppose since it's asymptomatic for some people, then uh, they might yeah. have it. Well, he had like a flu for like a couple of days. So I'm not sure if it was just what it was, but it was bad, I guess. But he's he's fine now, though. Um, but yeah, people I know don't have the virus. Don't are, they're, they're being smart about the this, this situation and all that. So um washing your hands and all that good stuff so i'm I'm staying safe and all that i did that anyway yeah me, yeah, me too it's just common it's common sense but people don't know how to do it sometimes i guess it's a thing to, i guess to do it i guess but um at least you're you're good you're good right now and all and we're good and we're all good right now so so far we'll see if i start a horrible hacking coughing fit in the <laughs> middle of the thing i haven't been able to stop touching my face yeah you told me not to it's like well now I definitely am not going to be able to stop. Well, that's my, that is what actually my, probably my, my number one habit I have. I've always had is my face is touching all the time. I always do all the time, so it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I, I I'm fine. I do all the time. So, um, but tonight we're going to be doing a true crime podcast once again. Um, so I have three I have three people. I'm doing uh the the top two prolific um. Uh, serial killers in the in the country in 
your 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 Ridgeway from from the Seattle Washington area, the Green River mm. Killer. Um, yeah. A lesser known killer, Samuel um, Her- uh, uh, Little. Um, lesser yeah. known for now. But uh, he's he's a bad man, and a weird fetish at the end of the story, um, as as you as you know. Um, and then a guy from Canada, Alan Laguerre, known as the Monster of Miramichi, um, who's an arsonist and all that other stuff, uh, down there in uh, in Canada. And who do you have tonight as well? All right. Well. Uh, I'm going on on theme here, yeah. Because uh, what we were just talking about, and uh, well, last two. First one is a uh, Juan Corona. <laughs> wah, wah. And yeah. Second one is uh, she looked uh, notes are incomplete. Uh, uh, fish tank cleaner woman. I'll get the details for. I'll give you the details in a minute. And uh, okay. Third one will be a. Uh, It'll be a surprise, but it's because uh, you you pick these two two heavy hitters. I think that's the yeah. first and second most prolific American serial killer <laughs> known. Right, right, exactly. All right, so I'll I'll go first, I guess, as you said earlier. Um, I'll give you the pick, though. Do you want to hear from um, Canada, Seattle, or all across the country? Let's <laughs> sing a little to start. Uh, how about <laughs> Seattle? All right. So people, as people know in this area anyway, um, Green River Killer, Gary, Gary Ridgeway was the, a very, very, very bad man, very small man. Um, hard to believe that he did, he did all this stuff. Is he, small? Is he a short guy? He's a short little, yeah, he's short. He's a short little guy. Yeah, absolutely. He is. And, um, and cheap. But yeah, he's, he's cheap. Um, it's a it's a great story. Um, not for not a, I mean it is a good story, to, but it's not really a good fun story to talk about. But um, basically, um, a lot of young w- women went were working working the streets, aka sex workers, prostitutes, as they said back in, in the dock I watched it, but in Seattle, mm-hmm. uh, in this area where Gary hunted was called the the Strip. And uh, so that's where all the, the, the workers, all the sex workers were hanging out the time in Seattle in the 80s. Um, now, Marsha Cam- uh, Mar- Chapman uh, said she had been raped and uh, she was th- 30, 31 years old, had three kids, working the streets. And, and then Ann Rule, you know who that is, Ann Rule, who's mm-hmm. a, a, a true crime Ted Bundy's novelist. friend. Ted Bundy's friend in Seattle, yes. Um, she actually was in the documentary I watched, and um, she lived nearby, and she would warn these these girls to be careful, but most of them would just sh- shove her off and, and go. So, and she was one of the pe- people that she talked to, and uh, yeah, and so we'll, we'll get to her, get to her in, a little, in a little bit, but um, the year was 1982, location, the Green River. A man on a boat saw two women in the water and found a third in the banks. Victims were 16-year-old Opal Mills, uh, 
17-year-old Cynthia Jean Hines and 31-year-old Martha Chapman, as I earlier, as I told you earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, by the fall of, 80, of 82, five bodies have been taken from the strip and deposited in the Green River. Um, and then on September 15th of 82, 18-year-old Mary Bridget Meehan vanishes. She was eight and a half months pregnant, if you don't believe, if you believe that. And, Still working. Wow. Yeah, exactly. You would, one would suppose that if you're that pregnant, you might just not be out on the streets at all. You'd be, you'd be, you'd be at home and just trying to relax, you know? <laughs> she, yes, I would think that. Have you been working, by the way? Speaking of work. Oh, I've been out of work since October. No. Yeah, way. we got to do. We, it's just required. We do. We do the coronavirus update and find out where we're all at. Yeah. So you got that sweet unemployment? No, 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 no. My mom is paying for my stuff right now. Damn, dude. Yeah. You know they're giving a six hundred dollar bonus every week. Oh shit. Well. Yeah. yeah. I just, <laughs> I just, because I have not been out of work. I've been working. Uh, yeah. Right. As much as ever. And when I heard that, I just held my head in my hands and I was just sad. <laughs> yeah. I, oh my God. I yeah. <sighs> no. All right. Well, I guess no. I'm not working as hard as these ladies. <laughs> well, that's good, I guess. Uh, you're, you're, you're still here. That's the, that's the thing. Well, um, I wish I was here, but unemployed because I could have my bills paid off by July, maybe. Instead, I'll just be doing my usual routine uh. <laughs> yeah i got <laughs> i got gotcha. you um but uh on september 26th 16 year old linda jane rule vanishes and then by the end of 82 15 girls were missing or dead um, by the end of 82 what's that the end of 82 it, yeah yeah that's a lot very fast because and the, the the first one they found was in '82 as well. Yep, that's when he that yeah that's his first year they began. It was '82. Yeah. Okay. All right. Proceed. That's the year I was actually born. '82, October 31st, '82, is when I was actually born. So, um, okay. So there was speculation. Um, it was a local police officer because of the easy access to the strip. Your thoughts on on that theory? Yeah, doesn't everyone have easy access to the strip? I thought I I, I would think so, but uh, maybe may, maybe more because police police may, you know may have gone there all all day all night I guess because of the people that that worked out there. I don't know. I heard the police were targeting some nice ca- taxi driver just because he uh, knew several of the dead girls. Mm. Wasted a lot of time that way. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's to be also. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they got the same thing going on. They're there all all the time as well. Yep, absolutely. And then April thirtieth, eighty three, the next year, eighty three, April thirtieth, Maria Melvar was taken from a restaurant. Her boyfriend tailed the truck, but couldn't keep up. So then he called the police, and then police got police got involved. Uh, quote involved uh 
they found the truck, knocked on the door of of this man this man's uh, home, and the man said, "Nobody here except for me, officer." And they left. They, they, they didn't go inside. They didn't oh, do anything at all. That was they, enough. They, they just needed to know someone was in the house. Yeah. So she's like, he's like, oh, by myself. It's all by myself. So okay, okay, mm. sir. And they left. And so that was a mistake because by June of '83, twenty-six girls have been have been have have been missing now. Twenty-six girls since that time. So from fifteen to twenty-six. Oh, damn. Okay. So now um, he had several dump sites, including the mountains, a secluded area, and of course, the Green River and the banks. You know, down there on the go back, river there go back Seattle. there occasionally. Exactly. I think he, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, now, by spring of 84, 40 women have been killed and the murders stop. Hmm. Interesting. Now, 1985, uh, that truck painter who didn't get caught a year ago started dating this woman <clears throat> she said he was so kind love at first sight happy memories they had 13 happy years of marriage and everyone else forgot about the green river killer except the task force <laughs> now they they managed go ahead <laughs> oh just they managed to evolve some concern over the course of 13 years. Hey, not everyone forgot. I remember talking about this guy when I was a, like a senior in high school, because that yeah. was uh, a little before he, a few years before he got caught. Right. Yeah. I never heard of this guy until he got caught actually. So I was definitely not watching the news, I guess. Um, but yeah, I was like, who's this guy? And he's like, yeah. Oh, not a good guy. I didn't realize at that time that, that he stopped for, 13 years or for a very long time. Yeah, thir- 13 years. Yeah, no murders. So he's kind of a grim sleeper himself. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Green sleeper. Um, yep, and now we go to, to, to 2001, 2001, my senior year in high school. Um, advancements in DNA testing improved, and they made some tests, and all were hits on that truck painter gary ridgeway tabbed the green the green river killer now some back uh, yeah go ahead it, yeah and they were very familiar with him at that point because they talked to him like four or five times several times yeah it it bugs me that they don't they didn't catch on that it might have been him but you know you, you never know though you can't really tell on interviews i guess well unless. it's not like they had the the bundy quasi excuse like he's too handsome to be a murderer which i don't think was really <laughs> valid at the time he's got a short guy with glasses and a part in a and the, his hair is like part of this to the side so he kind of looks like charles bronson to me like charles bronson yeah i don't know maybe that's just me maybe it's just maybe from certain angles or but uh all right so what's this duo besides the truck painting? Well, that's what I have so far. Now we'll go a little a little background on Gary Ridgeway. Um, 
So he was born in 1949 in Seattle, Washington. Had two as a two parent home, but uh, oh, but his dad left him in the car so he could have sex with random girls. Apparently, all right, takes after his dad. Yeah, and then Gary Gary admired Gary admired to wet. Oh, Gary admitted to wet the bed to his teens. Hmm. So, what do you think about that? I think that's kind of common for serial killers. Yeah. Right. And uh, is how did his mom take the bedwetting? Um, he didn't really say, but um, this is actually re- re- really, re- really weird accident about your, his mom, though. Um, so his mom's robe fell and she had not she had not, nothing but underneath her robe so she was naked and he felt aroused and he had some sexual feelings for her so that's weird as well i guess so he's got his little oedipus complex i'm guessing dad yeah. never came back into the picture i guess he's a, he's yeah, a better he... husband than his father <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is for for a little bit, um, and then oh, this is a classic serial killer tendency, as you know. Um, he would start fires um, as as he, he got older, and he stabbed a kid in the bushes and nearly killed him. He told the kid he wanted wanted to know how what killing someone felt like, so. He was very disturbed, I think, as a child, and just I don't know. I think the stabbing another kid is pretty disturbing. I still feel like the starting fires things is an overrated part of the uh, McDonald triad, just because that didn't seem that didn't seem that strange. Well, I well, thing is, I've I've seen a lot of serial killers stories, and I'm like a lot of them, a lot of them them were, were arsonists before they moved to like major crimes so i love starting fires but i did it in a a fireplace which is the right proper place for a fire true true um all right and then gary went off to the navy god bless america got married and then she cheated on him he called her a whore Mm. (laughs) and then uh and then he remarried, had lots of public sex, and when he had a kid, things broke down, and a second wife left him, and that's where he started frequenting the sex workers. So does he have one of those crazy insatiable sex drives like uh, uh, Hillside Strangler, Ken Bianchi, and others? Uh, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, he's... They said it like he was just a madman. Yeah. His wife must have been a hell of a woman to contain him for 13 years. Exactly. Well, that's his first wife back. That's his, that's his, or his, very his first third wife. wife or it was the... Yeah. Exactly. It sounds like things are and going then, south the second one at this point. Yeah, pretty much. After they had the kid, it was like downhill from there, basically. And as you said earlier, um, Gary was questioned several times in the 80s about the Green River killings. 
even pat and even passed a lie detector test. Huh. Which I guess those are hard. I guess you can, I guess if you know how to fit it, I guess you can beat it. You know, if you know what how to like physical things to do and stuff. I don't I don't know, but well, that's why they're inadmissible. I guess I I'm still I would I am curious how he passed. He's kind of like kind of a, a dim guy. Right. Of, so <laughs> I don't know how that factors in exactly, but I yeah I I feel like you have to be kind of smart to to beat a lie detector but obviously that's not really the case right and they're not even like that accurate i'm not i'm not sure how how accurate they can be but you know they are they are and it was in the 80s too though 80s also so you never know yeah back then but uh these days though they're pretty pretty accurate maybe the guy Um, running it just sucked that's possible that's very possible uh we never know and then uh when forensic evidence linked him to three more murders, he finally confessed to all the killings. Um, and then uh, he would have sex with, with them. Then he would choke them out. Then he showed where he dumped the bodies. Um, that is a woman, actually. And mm-hmm. then... Um, he would go revisit some of the bodies and have sex with sex, sex with them after they were dead. So necrophilia, huge thing for him as well. Um, Still don't unfortunately. get it. No, I don't get that. And then finally, um, his murder spree spanned 19 years. He pled guilty to 48 counts of first degree murder. And when he avoided the death penalty with his uh, cooperation, and that is the story of Gary Ridgeway, Green, Green River Killer. So there you, have, there you have it. And he's still alive to this day. Yeah, well, it's definitely, that's right. He is still alive. In fact, I've got a, I've got a, a bonus content story here that I, I found. All right. All right. Relating to, to Gary. It's, uh, let's see. So here's the headline. Uh, okay. There's, Washington State's Green River Killer, comma, other inmates denied coronavirus release in five to four vote. <laughs> who, who voted who four for release of Green Ridgeway? What, what the fuck is the that? The world is goddamn insane. Who? Uh, That's who right. One on vote. Stuff? That's one vote. Five to four. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know if you heard, but yeah, that's a. Uh, a thing they uh they're real worried about people in prison getting coronavirus yeah. and right yeah so i would i would never release him back in the in the world or i would not anyone really i don't understand right. but, it it's like the the whole thing is social isolation well right. prisons good for that that's kind yeah, of the point definitely, definitely. Uh, um yeah it that's maddening they even put, put it on that kind of shit but I wonder if, they, they, they do they name the people who did the voting oh boy so i guess i won't i won't bother reading the article since you kind of got the gist of it you he didn't get out nor did uh ken bianchi or any of the others that uh apparently four people in some uh kind of government position were looking to get free hmm so who who votes on that like is like 
like a judge or who votes uh, who votes on the panel? State Supreme Court of Washington rejected a lawsuit calling for the release of thousands of inmates to help thousands. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. All right. Well, let's see. Who do you want to start with? How about the Corona? The guy named Joe Corona. Okay, Juan Corona. Yeah, Juan Corona. Yeah. All right. Well, one last thing on Gary Ridgeway. I got to say, uh, he was kind of like, I was talking, I remember talking with my friends about him in high school, and we were yeah. just kind of speculating about him, and uh, he turned out to be kind of a disappointment, just because, really? yeah, when he actually, when, well, for one thing, he apparently, like, uh, he kind of posed bodies and put put things with him, and it was kind of mysterious, and... Right. Uh, but when they actually caught him, he's just kind of this dullard. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't really expecting Hannibal Lecter or anything like that. But the fact that he right. was at the time the most prolific serial killer in the country, in the country. I just yeah, and yeah, and he's just he just kind of got lucky, and the police were doing a crappy job, and he yeah, he was the, the right place at the right time to kill a whole bunch of people with a, without getting caught and his motivation was just uh, I really wanted that money back yeah and and, and something about he doesn't like hookers and right and I was and he's too dumb to realize like well you're the John that's that's as bad at least no exactly doesn't exactly doesn't occur to him I I was I was just baffled that this guy was the guy that did it because like he's like a short skinny scrawny guy that just oh wow well, it's crazy well i mean i he strangled most of them and i guess that's pretty physical but it doesn't really surprise me that he was a small guy right i guess by contrast uh your next guy is well no i'm sorry he's 510 he's, he's, he's still he's 510 so it's not that short but oh well that's about uh, average it's I guess that's fine. I guess I'm not. It's not like five six, but he, he, he he's five ten, you know. But yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, let's see about Juan Corona. Whoever that is. Let's All see right. What we got there. Juan Corona is a Mexican national, and ooh, okay. He uh, was broke. Came to California in the 1950s. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess. Yuba City, and mm. uh, by and by, he uh, worked his way up, you know, classic American story from, from, from nothing to position to a pretty good position as a labor contractor. Oh. I mean, that's really what you want when you're contracting, so you don't have to actually do the labor, but right. you get the money. Exactly. And he is, he's a a type definitely he's uh posing as a well he is a, a family man of course he's got the children yeah. he's got the good job <laughs> and he's got a secret that perhaps 
even he can't even admit to himself. Mm-hmm. Can you guess what it is? I mean, besides, he's you know, you already know he's a murderer. Yeah. But the other one. Uh, his woman? I don't know. Uh, no. No, he, well, how does he feel about his wife? It doesn't really say on here, but I'm guessing he at least, you know, kind of liked right. her. I'm not... He got her pregnant a few oh, times. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so, no, not really an issue with women, exactly. I'm not sure then what, what it could be. He's gay. Oh! He can't handle it. Oh, okay. He can't deal with it. Right, 100%. This, yeah, he's very, he's uh, very much in the, the John Wayne Gacy mode. <laughs> or actually predates John Wayne Gacy by a while. Right. So in the spring of 1971 is when it... Uh, it all started. And by the way, I said he's a contractor. The labor is he's he's working the fields in California. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Graves of Wrath family style. Or I don't know if that's the best yeah. example, but anyway, <laughs> so he's doing that, and most of the people he employs are vagrant workers or uh, migrant workers, people who are just mm-hmm. kind of passing through. So right. this is kind of the perfect setup for him. Uh, cause yeah. you can just, if anyone asks and you say, oh yeah, that person, they went away and that's it because mm-hmm. that's yeah. how it goes. And, uh, he's also like Gacy, like, like Gary, a bit of a cheapskate. So, you know, when it was, when payday ran, ran around or came around for someone mm-hmm. that that person's number might be up. Right. So one day, this uh, Japanese fellow or Japanese American fellow farmer was in his his fields, and he came across mm-hmm. a hole in the ground. A you know mm. suspiciously a, a hole of suspicious size. Sh- shallow grave, basically. Yeah, I'm not sure how shallow it was, but uh, yes, basically it. Uh, yeah. And then he came comes by. Uh, a day or two later, and the hole is now filled up. So, oh, yeah, shit. he's no fool. He calls the police, and the police dig into it, and they find a body. Shocker. Yes. No, it's not, actually. <laughs> but what is truly shocking is, well, a few things. Uh, the state yeah. of the body, uh, they've been uh, death by death by machete. Ooh, I do. Wow. I I do kind of appreciate that just because uh, the the movie Machete with Danny Trejo. Right. It just it amuses me. I've seen it. Less amusing uh, evidence that uh, this guy had been raped. Oh, and yeah. well, yeah, it makes sense because he's gay. Yeah, and this is how he he deals with it. Right. Besides, they're not going, going to therapy. He goes and cook people, I guess. And that's well, yeah. I don't know how how well therapy would work. It's just the time is man. The times mm. shake my fist in the air. Yeah, that's but true. the other shocking thing is uh, they they looked around and there were other uh, filled in holes. You know, they could kind of tell. Oh, so they right. dig and find another body, and dig and find another body, and. Well, do you want to guess how many how many they got up to? Uh, ten. Keep going. 
20? You're getting there. Close. 30. 25. Boom. Got it. 30. You got 25. it. 25. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot in one spot. Uh, I'm not sure how spread out they were, but they were all, they were all oh, in, gotcha. he, he had a, a burial area that he, that he liked. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So eventually they find 25 bodies and uh, at least one of these bodies had, well, a receipt in it from Juan Corona, basically his like his payslip. Oh, God. it is oh, really. Oh, I mean, God. considering what he was doing to him, uh, right. he, he probably should have gone through their pockets at some point, like afterwards. You, you would you would think to make sure you don't have any evidence that has to come at you, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it had his name on yeah. it. <laughs> right. So the police, they're that's a that's a pretty good clue for them, and they right. kind of go through Juan Corona stuff, and they find a list with names of well, it's got all the pretty much all the the names of the the men that they just dug out of the ground, and. Well, you would think that would be it, but there was a bit of legal drama. You got kind of a shysty lawyer and who was looking for a book deal. Oh, okay. And <laughs> yeah, it, well, it was quite a story because remember, this is 1971. So this is, this oh, predates, this predates, I think, just about all of the big heavy hitters. So uh, before, before, yeah, before Gacy, before he... Bundy, I think before Dean Coral. Uh, and oh, Manson? He, yeah, Manson was, or no, Manson was 78. I, I mean, oh, so this, I mean yeah, Manson, so Manson, Manson was 68, yeah. but that was oh, like okay. so that was like a couple mass murder home yeah. invasions. So this is a, 25 right. is a pretty huge right. number. Yeah, yeah. yeah In fact, yeah, I don't, yeah, for sure. I'm trying to think if anyone else had killed that many people before then. I mean, I guess maybe H.H. Holmes they say but uh <laughs> right right so long story short they they pretty much got him dead to rights did i mention want to schizophrenic right. yeah <laughs> oh he did well, not. that is important yeah that makes sense yeah before that all this he uh he did try to get some help he he got some oh, electroshock okay. therapy which well maybe Maybe helped him not kill anyone for a few more years. He got kicked out of the country at some right. point, but he came back. And he had uh, an interesting right. vision of uh, a flood. Yeah, sort oh. of a, I don't know, feels like sort of biblical. Noah's uh, Ark? I don't know. Noah's Ark, Revelation, something. Revelation. Uh, let's yeah, let's see. I can't remember if he was especially religious or not. Yeah, probably. I, I'm guessing not. Yeah. Well, Gary was, wasn't he? Gary Ridgeway. Um, didn't say anything about his religion at all. In the oh yeah. Well, that was another thing that was know. disappointing about him to me. Like, uh, yeah, he, something about uh, he was quoting quoted some Bible verse about. Uh, uh, well, he was very anti whore. Oh, Gary was? Well, the Bible verse was. Oh, gotcha. 
Yeah. Yeah, that is definitely, definitely um, strange for sure for Gary. Yes. Yeah, I didn't like it. Anyway, Juan goes to jail. Yep. And funny thing about Juan is he, he's kind of a handsome, funny looking guy. He's got a, he's got quite a head <laughs> of hair. And in some of the pictures yeah. of him, he just, he really looks like a character. Uh, and oh. you, did you ever pull up a picture of him? All right, well, I'll, I'll send you one yet. for the thing. But, uh, sure. Well, prison never, being in prison for many years doesn't seem to have a positive effect on anyone, but he looks especially bad in his old prison pictures, partly because he caught a knife oh, in wow. the eye at some point. Oh, shit. Yeah. He was unpopular with someone. And <laughs> Sounds like, yes. So he was in jail until very recently. He died in... Oh. Oop. Well, he died just a little while ago. I think within the year. Okay. Okay. So he was in jail for a long time then. Quite a while, yeah. Uh, that's got... I'd assume he got, the... I assume he got life, no parole. 25, 25 life got. sentences. Oh, well, yeah. So there you go. Yep. And that was enough. But you you never know. It's California, so. And I guess if he was up in Washington, he would have come pretty close to getting out if he just lasted another year. <laughs> right. Exactly. So that so what so where that take yeah, place? California. California. Oh, California. Have, yes, he's. Uh, you know, Washington or Pacific Northwest has a reputation for serial killers, but I really feel like California is the the main the main spot really he's like washington has a, a large amount california also has california has a oh, good amount hell, too, i guess just about but, everywhere it does well alaska has like one or two i think in alaska but um there's but i think the hotbed is in northwest the west coast is the hot, hotbed of circulars i think is the west coast unfortunately Maybe so. Maybe. Because you got Bundy, Ridgeway, you know. More. Yeah. I got a list here somewhere. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, yikes. And do you, now, do you, now, do you know where, what part of what part that was in California? Let's see. Well, he uh, originally was in Yuba. Oh, but right. uh, let's see. Yeah. He may have migrated to I'm not sure but he was he stayed in California. Yeah. And he okay. ended up in yeah. Cor- Corcoran? Corcoran? Shoot. I'm not going to be able, I don't know how to pronounce that but uh that, that's fine. There. Yeah. Oh no, no. Oh here we go. Yes, so he, he was in Yuba County the whole time. That was really good place as well. Oh. Okay, so basically the story goes: he get, he's married, has a few kids, good job, and all that stuff, and then he's gay, um, and then he just goes out and rapes these guys, and then murders them, puts some holes in this field, and then he gets caught. Just caught only because he had, had one guy to receive his name on it, basically, because that's pretty much the mm-hmm. whole story. Wow, that's kind of a dumb thing to get caught. Well, on. it's. It's, yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's gonna ever overtake how gay 
know Bundy? how dumb BTK was, but uh, that's, oh. you know, it's up there. It's usually something dumb. I no, I think really don't really know his story that much. Um, BTK story that that well. What? How? How? how did he well, caught? he was writing letters to the police. Uh, he thought he was oh, a, okay. a real Jack the Ripper, but he yeah. wasn't. Because unlike Jack the Ripper, his ass got caught, and his ass got caught the dumbest way. Uh, he, he he wrote a letter to the police like, uh, "Hey guys, could I send you a floppy disk? I got. I want to send you some pictures." Oh my uh, god. Really? If uh, I don't, I don't remember what he asked exactly, but something to the effect, you know, is, is yeah. it safe? And they're like, "Yeah, sure, sure it is." You know, just uh, <laughs> go right ahead. So he does. He, he yeah, erased it or what was on it previously before he put his uh his pictures on it. You watched season two of Mindhunter, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, he takes pictures of himself in that, doesn't he? Or does he just dress up? I I don't I don't recall, but but yeah. Um, anyway, pictures. Yeah. But anyway, so he sends this to the police, and the yeah. police give it to their tech. The tech guys can absolutely uh, pull up the info that was on. Right. Wow, that's kind of yeah. That's that's dumb. Um, I also think the Bundy just getting caught twice on traffic stops is just hilarious to me. So many questions go through my mind at this point. First question, why am I still looking at him? Hello? They had him. Yeah, I, 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 I missed it. I thought it, it seemed like that? it cut out. Um, yeah, so the it disc he used, yeah, instead of did. using a brand new one, he used a disc from his church. And he oh, ra- took okay. the name, took the name of the church of it in the previous files out, but the the FBI was able to still see them, and so they had the name of his church, and then they had him basically. Wow, wow, that's amazing. I I, I was just saying before the call cut off there, is that I think I think it's still it's funny that Bunny got caught twice just on on traffic stops. That's right. Yeah, he uh, was he was it erratic driving or did he have a tail light out? No, he said a t- tail tail light out one time. Then I'm yeah. just getting out down the road. Well, he, was in, he was in full on berserker uh, mode at that point, just, so he was speeding in in Florida. Yeah, down in Florida, he had mm-hmm. an issue in Florida. That's where he had the Florida issue. His last place he mm-hmm. was killing was down there in Tallahassee. But, but yeah, all right, um, all right. So you have a choice between uh, I'll give you uh, same a little, which is a longer one. We might want to end on that one probably. That's, that's a long, long one to read. Um, also, we have Alan Laguerre, the guy from Canada. What would you prefer to listen to uh, next? Um, let's see. I'm less familiar with Laguerre. Uh, okay, okay. We'll go, go with Laguerre. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Alan Laguerre, as I said, said on top of the show, the program, that he's the monster of Miramichi. Um, so, again, the 80s again, um, as my previous story we had. In the late 1980s, Miramichi, uh, Mir- 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 Miramichi was a beautiful place, friendly, quiet little town. 
this is in Canada, in New, New, New Brunswick, Canada. Um, but that will all change very soon. So now October, October of 89, a killer mm. is on the, on the loose. Um, a local priest failed to return to a prayer meeting and found him dead. His neck was cut, chest was cut, jaw was broken. Autopsy revealed that shows the killer jumped on his mm. chest and separated his ribs. So this now this now I'll say this: this was a murder that is done down the road, but they wanted to start with that, I guess. But it was down the road; it happened happened as well. But that's one of his first his first kill, though. But um, the top suspect, however is an escaped prisoner on the run, Alan Laguerre, who was charged with murder in the past as well. So uh, it's not a great, not a, that's, that, that's the n- n- number one suspect at the moment is Alan Laguerre. Now, three years previous, he robbed and killed an elderly man and left a woman very wounded, almost died, but she survived. Um, and then he was sentenced to life in prison and became a model prisoner. And he built rapport with the guards. And May of 1989, he took his own piss and poured it into his ear, gave him an, uh, himself an ear infection. Uh, that grosses me out. I I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought that that would yeah. even work, but. I guess it's I guess it's gross enough that okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I I was when I saw it, I was like, oh my! I was like, what the fuck? But he had a plan. So he had to leave the prison to see a specialist at the, uh, the hospital. Um, and now this this guy's pretty smart too. So he had he had an antenna from his TV. He snapped off. Snapped it off and hit it inside of inside a body cavity, and then he had a makeshift key to unlock the handcuffs, and then he had a jacket to cover to hide his handcuffs as well, to have the the, the illusion that that they were actually still on. His, I gotta say that his, is uh, pretty impressive. Locked. Now, that's that is some Hannibal Lecter. Pretty smart. He's a pretty smart guy. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, all right, and uh, he says he has to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Um, got, got his handcuffs off, and then he took the antenna out of, out of his body cavity and started to wave it. And he made a run for it. And then here's, here's, here's where it gets, it gets good. Here, um, he carjacked an, out, an outpatient's uh, car. And then she took. Then he took her at gunpoint, and eventually let her go. Got, got her out of the mm-hmm. car, but took the car. Obviously, had the car, and all that. So, your thoughts on that? So, I don't that so see how you you could use an antenna to. Did he, he scared off the guards with an antenna? I mean, what the hell? Yeah, the guards. The guards oh, didn't have Canada. a gun. They had their guns weren't with them apparently. I mean, seriously. Yeah. That's why you got to. Yeah, and pretty the, much. Yeah, yeah. So he, he secreted it in his in his rectum, and then 
and I'm guessing pretty you're, much. Yeah, uh, all right. You know what? I'm done thinking about it. Please tell me the next part. <laughs> all right. So the year again is May 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 eighty nine. Um, the hunt is on, and the police thought that he would never stay in the area, as he is well known. Well, that would be the smart thing to, thing for a fugitive to do, I would say. But uh, let's see. <laughs> um, all right. So here's some, some backstory on, on Mr. Laguerre. Um, he was born in 1941 in New Chatham, New Brunswick, Canada, in a poor part of Canada on the do- in, in the dock. Um, it's like a trailer okay. park, basically, is what it, what it was. And then uh, his, his mom saw, so his mom saw his mom have a lot of sex with several mm-hmm. men at a young age. Um, he had to share a room with his sister, and he would watch his sister undress, and he, he would get sexual urges from that. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. he was very disturbed as a young child, as as I guess that's going to happen if you share a room with someone. Say. I mean, seeing them undress. But having a roommate though, sucks. Like he, like he got he got off. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and then in school, he would always get in fights. Uh, his teachers said that he was bright. His older brother got run over by a by a bridge on a bridge and got killed and his mother resented him she said she wished it was him that the got real she, by the, she by johnny cashed him wrong boy died <laughs> well she was right yeah. though i'm assuming the older brother <laughs> would not have become yeah. a murderer i mean maybe probably yeah Probably so mom's not. got a point. Yeah, probably not. Um, yes, but still, that's kind of yeah. Weird. That's the they kind of thing you should yeah, keep inside. Uh, I'm sure, but absolutely, absolutely. Was he was he was and he then, doing any um, creepy shit by this point? Past. He was he's perving on his sister. There's that, but he didn't actually do anything that's about all, it, did he? That, that's 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 all. No, nope. That's all I I saw on the dock at the moment. Um, but then three weeks passed on the man, on the manhunt and uh, so After his he's, escape, he's okay. back in the manhunt now. Yeah. Three, three weeks pa- have passed. Nothing has, has happened so far. Um, there now the police are called out to an arson at a, at, at a home, uh, also was bound. Oh, so this woman that was in the, in the, um, house, was bound and beaten. The elderly woman uh, was a revenge killing because police believe that he's out to hurt, kill people oh, who, who this wronged someone him. Knew. Past. Uh... Yes, it's a very, it's a very, it's a very, very, very small town in Canada. So they, everyone's there, it's a small town. They all know everyone very well. Um, and then she perished. Um, Another woman survived because she fainted. She feigned death. Oh, possum. And told the police. So she, sur- she Yep. 
yep, playing possum and uh, going to the police and told her what happened. And then um, a great detail given was her attacker had a chain around his stomach, which indicated a prisoner. So they knew he w- he hasn't gone hmm. far from home. <laughs> this, it's, he wasn't able that's to, so he, he picked his handcuffs, but he wasn't able to get the chain off. I mean, that's, that's gonna, yeah, that's gotta be really bothering him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm this chain is pissing me off, you know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And then, um, and one night, someone had been prowling, and someone saw his this, this individual. He got chased, and he was gone. And the next morning, the man finds a pair of sunglasses. And tells police they take them and match to Alan's description. Oh man, he's got this stupid chain he and he doesn't have his glasses anymore. He must be furious. <laughs> yeah. And his mom hates him. <laughs> exactly. Um, yep, his mom hates him. Yeah. Um, and then bodybuilding was one of Alan's passions mm. as, as a youth. And he would do home invasions and they would wake up from, from him standing over him, over them. And, or he would leave something behind. He, was, he, was he looked like a pretty big guy. I just saw his mugshot. Yeah. He's a pretty big fella. Um, so now October 13th of 89, uh, Newcastle, in Newcastle, um, there was another arson that killed two young women who were sisters. Blood is everywhere. Both been sexually assaulted and were in severe blows to the head, strangulation as well. And DNA showed that both crime scenes were hits to Alan Laguerre. And um, Apparently, he was married and had some kids. People called him a good guy. Wait, always this, there to this, hand. Isn't this after he escaped from from jail? Um. Well, the the killings he did, yes. But I'm saying they they this okay. doc went back and forth on the stock. Uh, yeah. So they so this is before he before he got in jail. He was married and had some kids. Um. And he was a fantastic fellow in the community you know great great guy great guy this guy and then uh um after the killing of mm-hmm. father smith who i said oh, earlier, it was a priest um he wasn't that he got jumped on priest yeah he was the first person yep he was the very first killing at, at after he got re, after he got after he he, he uh mm-hmm. left jail oh so he, why, he, why he was he in jail he in the first place anyway first but I thought he was in jail for oh for robbery. Okay, for I thought robbery. he was in jail for stomping on this priest. But okay, it was it, it, no. Yeah, this doc went back and forth, so kind of out of order a few times. So that's why right. I'm not confusing on this. Um, but he, he was in jail previously for for robbery and, and mm-hmm. murder as well. So murder and robbery before. Um, so yeah, so um, after he killed Father Smith. He was um, on a train headed to Montreal. 
Now, this part is just hilarious. This is hilarious. Um, all right. So police were on the train. They found him looking for a, looking for a tattoo of an mm-hmm. eagle on his arm. Okay, that's, that's, that's fair. That's fair enough. Okay. Um, so they asked him, roll up his sleeve. He said, okay, no eagle. Uh-huh. They left the train. They left the train because, and have a guess on why they left did, the train? Well, I'm guessing you didn't have laser surgery. So did they look at the wrong arm? The wrong oh, arm. Oh, dear. The wrong fucking arm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so he's like, Okay, no problem. It's like it's like Gary Ridgeway with the with the house, I you do. know, that that whole thing. They didn't do their work. Could have just so. asked to see both arms, I I feel like. You know, if they were good cops, they you know, they could have done their job properly, yes. Um, but don't worry about it. He'll, he'll Oh be yeah. Back. <laughs> okay. Um so then he this is now. This is where he gets dumb. Um, okay, so then he hijacks a truck and he goes back home from Montreal. Going after his mom. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but didn't say didn't say that, but I would assume, I would assume so. But um, but so he goes. He gets a truck. Goes back to Miramichi, but when he gets back, he is the cops. You know, they got him starting. All the cops are all there. Like, know. we know which arm to check center, this time. Center. Don't even try it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so now he's back in custody now, back in Canada successfully. Well, not successfully. Uh, back in prison. <laughs> and so now, well, yes, yes. Uh, so now uh, he was charged with four counts of murder now. And two years later, he was found guilty on all the counts. So it took two years for them to get a trial, I guess, um, for those four counts. And then finally, um, he was also convicted of arson, of course, and he continues to serve his series of life sentences in good old Canada. And that is the story of the monster. Why did he kill the two sisters? What was his, his personal beef with them? You know that I don't. I have no idea. Um, they didn't really say, but now the thing is, is that the police and the doc didn't say for sure if he knew him, but the police have a theory that hmm. he knew everyone that he killed. So I don't know. That's yeah, so, problem with that, this priest. That's what they said on the doc. Doc, right? That yeah, that could be an issue. Um, like. He said the wrong thing at the wrong time, or like he said, "Don't do this." Or I don't know. I don't know. Who knows what what happened with the priest? But he got the worst of it. Yeah, killing someone sure. by jumping on them is pretty brutal, and it makes me yeah. think of Super Mario Brothers. And then taking the the ribs. Oh yeah, for for sure. But uh, yeah, your thoughts on that uh, whole story? Uh, I didn't like the way he looked at his bugshot. He's got this big scraggly beard. He looks like a homeless person. Right. And I can't... <laughs> he does, yeah. I don't really have a guess as to his ethnicity. I mean, he looks like... I don't know. He just 
He's Canadian. He is. He's Canadian. But what kind of Canadian? I mean, that's his nationality. Oh. Right. It doesn't matter. I'm just. I was just curious. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It just says uh, Canadian on his profile, so I don't know. Well, apparently yeah. watching your mother have yeah, sex was... with a bunch of different guys is just really messes you up because that's another common common thing with the serial killers. It, it is. It's a common, a common thing to happen, absolutely. All right, now let's go with your. It, yeah, it got screwed up in the next. in the course of while you were talking about uh, Mr. Canadian. Yeah, uh, I was just kind of clicking on clicking on links idly, and I run ran into <laughs> one that completely screwed up my story. Yeah, it pisses me oh, off. Shoot. I'm actually upset here. Well, wow, this headline I'm looking at now, which is mocking me. And it's dated April 29th, so I really <laughs> probably could have found this before, but well, I was happy with what I had. And sure. uh, Arizona cops right. deny investigating death of man who drank fish tank cleaner as homicide. Is what it said. Well, my whole thing oh. was that it was a homicide, wow. and I may hmm. be right. In fact, hmm. I think I am. I think I'm right, and these Arizona cops are wrong. Oh, well, I might as well just... uh... So, did you ever hear about this on the news? It was on the news, but uh, it'd be easy to miss if you weren't looking at stupid political shit. I I have not seen the news at all. All right. Well, to sum up, uh, coronavirus, blah, blah, blah. The President Trump was said something about uh, uh, what's uh, chloroquine phosphate. Which is he was just kind of a oh yeah doing right. what he, he often does is kind of, and kind of a speaking off the top of his head about uh, something he heard about and uh, chloroquine phosphate is uh, potentially something to fight the coronavirus uh, a potential yep. cure or uh, remedy or treatment of some kind and that is well. A, a chemical and it is a chemical that is also used in fish tank cleaner and why this matters is a few days later uh, it, what was uh, uh, seared into the headlines was that a man died from ingesting uh, f- this stuff uh, chloroquine phosphate in the form of fish tank right. cleaner it was a, a very ridiculous story oh yeah, if you oh uh, just type in fish tank cleaner, you'll probably get uh, about 20 hits on it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, God, I don't want to get into the whole political dimensions of it and why it's stupid, but basically they were trying to put that on Trump. Sure. And yeah, it was uh, always ridiculous. But then there was a, kind of a, a new wrinkle in the story. Because uh, so this guy died. He's dead. He's really dead. And he had a wife. Right. Wife uh, allegedly also consumed this fish tank cleaner with him. As she lived. Yeah. And oh. so right, the first thing I heard is that uh, she was kind of uh, bawling to the media, like uh, they they did it because they heard Trump talking about this stuff 
uh, all the time on TV, on every channel, something, something, basically sounding like it was a, a voice in her head, like she sounded like a lunatic. Right. But right. then I read another article by, uh, I think, was it, there was, shoot, well, I lost it, that's not going to help. Well, I wanted to give credit to this reporter, or actually, maybe I don't want to, since she kind of put the idea in my head to do this thing that's not working. <laughs> but basically, there was a, right. a little bit more to this uh, this this woman and this man for one thing. So I think the kind of framing of the story initially is like, uh, these were two, uh, Trump voters who, you know, real, uh, what's the, uh, uh, right. Real MAGA. They were just living embodiments of MAGA hats, basically living in a trailer. Sure. And, (laughs) uh, they had, one of them had died from drinking fish tank cleaner because they just they do anything Trump says they're good with, and and they wanted to fight the exactly. coronavirus yeah. by by eating something that had mm-hmm. the chemical in it that he had mentioned. That was that was kind of the so I the story that they were running so with for uh, like I said I've, I've got if you type it type it in a search the old stories are still there. And I, I, I'd assume you would assume that that would be natural to assume, but no, he had to go to a hospital for some, uh, some other thing. And the hospitals are of course where sick people are, which means hospital might potentially be full of coronavirus. So the, uh, uh, the, the little lady thought that this would be, uh, it would act as sort of a protective barrier or a, a, some sort of she wasn't really thinking anything at all because none of this shit actually happened i'm guessing except to the part where he he ingested the stuff and died from it because the the gist of the article i read was well first off the, the guy the dead guy was not actually some trailer park imbecile he was actually reasonably smart he was some kind of engineer and uh, his friends thought it was, it oh, seemed wow. improbable that he would uh, consume fish tank cleaner, just not in his, not in his character. Huh. I mean, I'd like right. to think that they would say that to me if I suddenly died from drinking fish tank cleaner. I don't know, though. Yeah, yeah. So something's odd about that. And the other, the other, his, his other half is kind of, it seems like, just an awful, terrible person. That was mm. the gist I got from the article. Like uh, she was uh, emotionally, yeah. verbally abusive, and well, what really got me is this guy. He, like he was into model model airplanes, I, and oh, okay. I'm not sure if it's the kind you could actually fly around with like a remote control or the kind you just glue together. But uh, either either right. way, at one point he came came back home from dinner, or he no he he came home late uh so i guess uh, he missed dinner or something and came and she had smashed all of his right. model airplane collection yeah and if you've oh, got a collection yeah. of anything that's just oh no that yeah. is just too much that's just yeah. awful yeah so i mean honestly yeah. i'm kind of basing my entire opinion just off of that right so the idea is and also she said that uh, she hadn't actually talked to him about uh, doing this and it, it just she claimed that it spurred 
came to her just uh, spur of the moment going to the hospital. I was like, why don't we throw some fish tank cleaner into this? And we'll both have some. Yeah. The theory, the theory oh, is that uh, she just kind of, uh, she just, she just was kind of sick of him, and she poisoned him. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm feeling here. That's what I'm feeling yeah. at this point. Because in theory, if they both had the same thing, then they, they both mm-hmm. drank the same thing, um, she would be dead. Well, yeah, well. it depends on how much it was in it, though. No, I, I'm saying if I could, she, if there's no poison, no poison at all, um, in whatever mm. he had, and they just, and, and they just drank, just straight up the cleaner and all that. It was mixed in. It was mixed if, in with a drink, if, with something else. Yeah. Oh, with a drink. Oh. Uh, she. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. she prepared uh, some kind of drinks for him regularly, so he took it. So it's unknown oh. if he even knew what was in there. <clears throat> Oh, and it's gotcha. also I don't know okay. if they ran tests on her or not. If she actually had any of it in her system. Hmm. Interesting. So the story that I read that uh, had that was seemed so interesting did say that they were looking at it as a murder investigation. But now I hear that they're not. And I do want I do, would like to wow. know if they had a chance to look through her internet search history because so many people get burned that way. It's it's so dumb. But Oh, I know. How to kill Well how murder. how much how much of this Poison stuff someone. will someone have to eat to kill them and how much could you eat and survive would right. be what she would be Googling. Right. Right. I mean common sense would say they, they would look into that, but I'm guessing it's they're not you know, cops aren't all that act all that reliable these days. So who knows? Well, now we'll never know. Right. Damn, that that's horrible. Very frustrated. Horrible. Well, it could could be. I could yeah. be wrong, of course, and I'm just uh, accusing an, a grieving widow yeah. of being a murderer. It, I mean, as you lay it out, though, he wrecked his model right. airplanes, you know? man. Yeah. And then, off, then, then suddenly, like he's dead. So the next minute, he's dead. So the fact, the part where she um, said that yeah. uh, it just occurred to her the spur of the moment to try to try just mixing in some of this stuff. For the yeah. moment. Well, at any rate, yeah. the one thing I'm right about is that the the all the people that wrote wrote up the initial story, they are awful and suck at their jobs. So that's true, at least. This oh, guy's okay. name was Gary Lemus. Okay, Linnaeus, hmm. L-E-N-I-U-S, okay. and his wife, Wanda, both in their 60s. One wow. died, one lived. And, uh, oh, yeah, she she's also, apparently, well, they must be doing okay. Like I said, he's got a good, he had a good job as an engineer, and they had enough money that she was able to right. make several donations to various uh, democratic political candidates. So huh. the whole thing with uh, her saying she was a uh, right Mod- that was all false. Uh, it's all false. So everything's mad. Well, um, now the article that you read did it say anything about a life insurance policy that may she may have been able to cash if if a death occurred. No, I don't think it did, which is, uh, that does seem like, okay. 
or there maybe there wasn't i forgot it i lost the original article that's well that's kind of why i was uh scrolling around clicking on links yeah. because uh there's plenty of stories about this so i was just looking for a replacement article okay yeah yeah i'd be interesting to see if it, if that was a, is the case because if that was the case then maybe you have a case there for motor for well murder, you know I, it's it seems like they're not pursuing it well sh- yeah yeah life insurance yeah. policy i mean she they were doing seemed to be doing okay from as far as money goes he was retired so they just got the money sure. coming in oh okay but a life insurance oh, policy sure. that would be a bunch more money coming in sure exactly um how long is your is your last one is it a short one yeah i mean i i think so it'll be very broad yeah just do your last one then i'll do mine mine is going to take a long time to, to read through uh Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Well, I had I sort of had two you're, last you're, ones, you're, so I'm going to pick surprised. one. Uh, all right. Well, so okay. our theme here is is murderers, right? Killers. Okay. Right. So oh, this is a little outside the yes. box, but you you would consider Hitler a murderer, right? Because yeah, even yeah, though yeah. he didn't like personally put a gun to anyone's head and and blow him away, right? Okay. Be... So this next guy should yeah. count, and so. Next guy okay. would be the governor of governor of the state of New York, Andrew Cuomo. Have you heard of him? Oh shit! I, okay, no, I have not. I have but not. you've heard of this uh, coronavirus thing, and I think it's, so. it's kind yeah. of frustratingly mysterious. Like, still don't all this yeah. time later, still don't know a whole lot about it or how it, how it works. Just know a few things, right. and one of the few things we know is. The people most likely to die from from it are elderly people, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's you know, you got that to go on at least. So Andrew Cuomo yes. signed an order to have uh, elderly people who are known to be infected with to be carrying the coronavirus sent back to their their rest homes, their old folks' homes. And what do you, what do you think happened wow. then? People died. Yeah, I mean, not to ride this analogy too hard, but yeah, it's pretty much like putting people on a cattle car to Auschwitz. That's fucking. It's a bit. It's a bit much, but uh, I mean, they died. I I don't think they burned the bodies afterwards, but. uh, Right. So yeah, at least five thousand old folks have uh, died in the rest homes in New York, because New York is where most of the infection, infection and dying is happening. Right, in here too. Uh, in Washington? What? Yeah. Where? There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of people. A lot of people are dying in Washington. In Seattle? Thousands. No, in our state. Our state of Washington. Yeah. Really. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot. Of people are dying over here as well. I gotta look that up. Yeah. Well, at any rate, not nearly as many as it is a. Uh, are dying in new york and that's that's for part sure. of the reason sure. why yeah. and you have to wonder normally when politicians do their dumbass shit i can figure out what their what their logic is what their horrible idiot reasoning is but i really have no clue why why that why they would do that because it's just uh there's only one possible result and 
yeah. and there's no real reason. What, is, what, what does anyone get out of it? Nothing. Well, it's got to be like money or something, right? And that's the only explanation mm, I found is that yeah. uh, something to do with uh, Medicaid and uh, private insurance and what covers more. And this is like a, this is like a legal thing to do. A legal thing. Well, actually, was just allowed. None of the stuff people are doing now is legal. This is the the whole shutdown has been unconstitutional from the start. Oh, okay. but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. What does the law mean anymore? <laughs> True. Oh wow! So you just ordered everyone, if you're old, to go back to your home and yeah, to the rest home. Well, if, if no, home. going back to if they had a home to go to, that would be perfect. Where they're going to rest homes, where they've got a bunch of old people, uh, uh, right. all crammed together. And uh, that's pretty yeah. much that's the condition for for passing the virus along. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, definitely a interesting. Well, the punchline is his. He was. This is the guy that was uh, being floated the most as uh, Joe Biden's replacement. Oh shit! No. Well, it's not. just yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a rock and a hard place. Uh, got the, right. the granny killer on one hand, and then Joey Rape Hooks on the other. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, that's interesting. Now I know about Andrew Como. Apparently, well, and he wears he has nipple um, clamps too. Apparently, I mean. It's Did, well. Does he really? I don't know, but you can see in one of the interviews he does, oh. uh, his uh, shirt is a bit damp. He might have been doing a bit of sweating or something, and uh, yeah, there's <laughs> something on his nipples. It's not like a. Wow. It's not a speaker or a, a, a microphone. It's, uh, it's like it's, a clamp. Or a uh, yeah, or like a a bar, like a piercing. It's oh, like and this is odd. He's he's an old old italian man so oh yeah God. i don't That's know what's hurt. going on there yeah all right well let's we'll start let's, let's move on to samuel little let's have any, anything else extra to add to, to to andrew como oh no i don't think so no okay yeah yeah um yeah i get what you're saying i think of the, the hitler and him are very similar in their tactics, <laughs> but not but he's no he's no hitler he's no hitler i'm just saying like how what he did like he ordered hits um you know on elderly people but he did not do it as many as hitler did sure. obviously not as efficient um but i get i get the same gist as you're, as you're saying earlier but um yeah so same a little you know this guy is talented uh, for the for the I heard he can, yeah, and, and he can draw too and paint. I'm, right? I'm he's, envious. He's good. He we'll paints too. I didn't know. I thought he just they let him draw with like. No, I'm, I, I no. Sorry, it was, it was just draw, it was just drawings. There, there were drawings. Yeah, sorry. There, there, there were drawings. Okay. But I'll get to that later. On, but okay. So same a little. He is known as the most as the most prolific serial killer. In U.S. history, obviously the guy I did a while back was the guy world history, guy from the Andes and all that. But 
Um, yeah, for, and confirmed. Not, not any of that Henry Lee Lucas bullshit. Right. Confirmed. Yeah, confirmed for sure. Henry Lee was just a liar. Yeah. He... He killed like two people, I think. Well, like, yeah, that's. I mean, at least two that are like for real known and. Right. Boys, like, I don't know about those Texas cops. Just looking at them, I was like, can't you tell this guy is full of shit? Yeah. Did you watch the? Documentary I watched the uh, the, uh, the first two episodes at least. Yeah, it's good. It's a good one. All right, and then uh, for decades, uh, a show killer was on the loose and nobody had a damn clue and here's here's here we go so uh the victims always women strangled or bludgeoned uh bodies always dumped in nature to cover his tracks and uh the victims were women devastating uh, devastating alone or sex workers or drug addicts. So you had, had three people. People mm-hmm. alone, uh, sex workers, or if they were... Or a combination addicts. of all three. Those, those are his... Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so here we go. So he had over, ni- over 90 victims, um, 19 states, over 40 years, and nobody connected the dots on all these murders until much much later obviously as i said yeah years um yeah it's crazy it's crazy crazy story crazy story here we go so uh, he was born in georgia in 1940 uh sorry he was born in georgia 1940 now in cleveland ohio his mother was a sex worker from herself uh and she would leave him in this on the streets as a toddler while she worked so that's that's the first. Feel like deja vu. I would say. Yes. Yeah. I just want to point out um, that Rorschach from Watchmen's mom was also a sex worker. He's one of the greatest heroes ever. So Rorschach, who, who, Rorschach, Watchmen. You never saw Watchmen. I'm not who. No. I mean, no no one should actually see Watchmen. It should be read rather than watched as a movie but uh okay. all right i'm just saying that gotcha. uh, that's not that's not an excuse right it's not because there's plenty of people that have, that have this done like people have bad jobs they don't they don't kill you know um obviously but uh he went uh to a boy's pr- he went to a boy's prison um he was a thief and railed against authority and he was arrested eight times in his 20s, including intent to rape and some assault charges across the Wait, What was the last part after rape? Um, and oh, assault okay. charges as well. Assault and bat- assault gotcha. charges across the country. Not just one area. Yes. Um, and he rarely served his full sentences. Um it wasn't till 1970s, uh, at the age of 31, where he decided to kill in the Miami mm. area to start. And uh, his first time anyone linked Samuel Harris, uh, sorry, mm. Little, or that done wrong anyway, uh, to any murders was in 1982 
in Mississippi. Uh, 22-year-old Mindy was the victim. Her body wasn't found till a month later in a cemetery. And her body was decomposed. Other sex workers said they saw a black man with brownish reddish hair and a car with Alabama Mm. Alabama plates. And then six weeks later, a man was pulled over, matches the description, and you guessed it, that man was Samuel Little. Um, now, What's he by look the like way, besides uh, the, this, the round and red hair? I just, he's just a black man with like a big mustache, beard, like a fro, like a fro, like, like so when he was younger, he had like a big fro. Did he? Oh, but older okay. I've only like, seen the older, older son little. In, yeah, if you, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll post a picture. I have, a, I have a split screen of him. Of a split of him older than one as a young man, but he had a mm. big fro um, back in the day, and his old mug shots he had he, he had um, previously. And then, and by the way, um, this the cold case opened in 2010 that this detective um, looked over the case file. Now, how Sam threw off police all these years, you ask? He used two names, Samuel Hill, and his grandmother's name, Rockwell. Oh, Samuel, uh, sorry, Samuel Little, and his, his grandparents' name, Rock Rockwell, in various arrests back and then. You can get back then. You can do. I guess they didn't know about that. Um, that is not much of a pseudonym. And no, no, Rockwell and Little, but. Um, there were some survivors that escaped. Uh, one named Layla picked her up at a bar, got in a car. He hit her and tried choking her. She jumped out of the car and got away, but did not go to police because she was a sex worker, which was illegal and probably still is. But so she was afraid to, you know, go away herself. But um, the DA decided um, not to file charges because they said they there wasn't enough evidence. Quote evidence. Well, you had a had had a car, you had eyewitnesses, but they couldn't rely on the other other workers that were out there on their testimony, mm-hmm. so they put them away from the cracks. Mm-hmm. Very sad because they could they could, they can avoided this whole this whole thing, but you know because on on a loose again, and then uh, police held Samuel for six months, trying to build a better case against him. While that was happening in Florida, police send out a bulletin with the sketch looks like him and the same exact car, as well. Um, very similar. A very similar case three days prior to the Gainesville in Florida. So three days before the one in Mississippi, he, he, he went down to Florida and got someone else got killed in Gainesville before that. And Samuel, Samuel Little, uh, Little was charged with murder uh, 
of Patricia, 82, went on trial, lasted two days. Back then, hair comparison wasn't damning evidence, unlike fingerprints mm. back then. Convenient, conveniently, Samuel said he has been he had been dancing with her that night, so that's how the hair got on her. And the jury came back after half an hour. Well, that is, is that the only evidence they had, and they didn't have shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's... what he said is pretty legitimate. That's. <laughs> True. True. And then um, in 84, he returns back to Cleveland July July 3rd of 84. July 3rd of 84, another body's found at the bottom of the stairs outside of a a abandoned factory. And then uh, based on on decomposition, she had been there for months. Without, without nobody knowing a body, an abandoned there. factory, I assume. Yep, yep. And then uh, eight years later, they had fingerprint um, national national da- database. We were able to to uh, vic- to the victim was Mary Jo Payton, um, and then in uh, Opsalusis, Louisiana. A body is found, uh, but was not alone. Was not a sex worker. Was a 24-year-old 24, 24 Melissa Thomas from 1990, 1996. Uh, on New Year's, I actually January 31st, 1996. And then in 2009, the family of her of her called local police to see why their case hasn't been solved. So the cold case is getting worked in that, in that area in 09. Um, now Samuel is now on the West coast in 80, mm. is 84 in San Diego, California. And this woman escaped, told her, told her story, Lori borrows and Similar from the one earlier, um, she was thrown into Sam's car and now revisited the crime scene. She was very emotional, obviously. Um, and he tied her hands behind her and started strangling her. Strangling her. She was fighting him and pushed harder. Uh, he, he pushed harder. And then he pushed her out of the car and drove off. And... Uh, and then she laid there and played dead for half an hour mm. and thought he was After still he there. drove off? So, that, well, yeah. I guess it worked. Yep. And then uh, she found a phone, payphone booth. Back then, I remember what they were. Yes, yes. Those kids out there, yeah. And uh, they called uh, her friend for a ride. Um, not the police, but, but a friend for a ride. And then um, after that, she held this in for 30 years. Didn't tell her, didn't even tell her family. And then uh, what what fantastic courage she showed. 
she told authorities that night, the, the, the night she was um, uh, almost killed. She told authorities mm-hmm. that night. Um, and then the cops had their lights turned off. They went back to the scene of the crime. And guess who was there? What? What was he doing there? Was he looking for her? All right. So, so um, while he's there um, in his car with... Oh, another woman? Yep. In progress. In progress. You didn't notice that there, the body was gone? Or maybe it's not the exact same spot. Well, well, he, well he went to find a, a, new, a new person. A new woman. I guess if you want to get up to and ninety, so, you got to work hard. You got to can't can't rest. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. And so now the lights are now the lights now are, are lit up now, and uh, the beam up as they said, and then uh, they see a strangling in oh, progress. Well, yeah, timely. Yeah. So it's not this is not good for this is not good for Samuel right now. Not good for Samuel, but we'll see. And then so he so he jumps out of the out of, out of the back seat. He's got fresh scratches down his throat. He said his wife and him had a disagreement. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, the woman in the car is bleeding, bleeding, and bleeding and naked. He is arrested, and they had no idea they had America's most perfect killer in history in custody. Um, that. And then that same night, they took him to hospital. They got blood and DNA. And the DA in San Diego calls down to Florida, speaks with the detective who handled the case, that case and then in Gainesville. It was re- revealed that defense attorney was told by Sam Little after he was acquitted that he had killed 60 other women. Um, and then he goes to trial and he took a plea of four, of four years of assault and battery. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, so Sam would only serve two and a half years and got out with good behavior again. So now 87 he turns up in Los Angeles now. He's about to trip up here. Oh. Now, September 89, a female was found dead in the alley, strangling uh, strangling and pinned up against a wall named Gua- Gua- Guadalupe. Now, just a few blocks away, another body was found in a dumpster uh, strangling uh, is present and is in present and beaten was Audrey Nelson. She fought like hell and her had finger clips and left her finger clippings around. So now that's there. Mm. And now we're jumped to 20 to 20, 2012 now. So did she, did she get away? She no, she, uh, all right. Yeah, she died, but they got clips, clippings of her were left behind, though. So. Wait, as in, like, she yeah, had, if she had his skin under her nails? Okay. Yep, yep. So now we're, so now we're going to the year is now 2012. That's a long time from last time and all that. And so 2012, um, 
Oh shit, where where are we? Sorry. Uh, okay, so bi- biological evidence from cold cases were slowed were slowed to be cross cross checked with known criminals with CODIS. Now, both were a match to Samuel Little. Another other uh, woman, Carol um, Carol's death from eighty seven was also solved with the, the DNA hit. And then uh, the LA, LAPD enlisted federal marshals and FBI to find Samuel Hill. A hit on, this is hilarious, how he, this is so funny how they caught him. They hit, a, hit on an ATM card, gave him away, mm. his location away. So an ATM is, is how he got mm. caught. And so he was down in, he was down in Kentucky he was down in Kentucky in twenty twelve in a homeless shelter. Um September fifth and he was uh arrested at the age of seventy two years old at this time in twenty twelve. Um so now Sam um Little goes on a tr- goes on trial in twenty fourteen and is found guilty for those three LA murders, got three life sentences, no chance of parole. At sentencing, he would stare down the family members and yell at them, saying he didn't do it. He lifted his fist in victory in a wheelchair, in a wheelchair? Of, all, of all things. Is that like, is that yeah. one of those just in, for in wheelchair. wheelchairs? Um, I have no idea. They, they push, I'm sure he yeah. can walk just fine, but. Um, I'm guess I'm guessing so, um, and then that case from '82 of Mindy is still a cold case. Only was only way to convict is if he confesses mm. to the murder. Jump to 2018 now. Texas Rangers reach out to Samuel um, Little and tell him if he confesses to this murder. They will waive the death penalty and move him to a mm. county jail. So Sam agrees, and he just keeps taking, uh, talking, and just gave great detail and confessed to so many murders. He confessed to 93 murders in all. And once he's in Texas, he draws um, portraits of his victims in great mm. detail. And then 20, 20, in 2014, uh, the Melissa Thornton case was solved. And that detective went down to Texas and he told her all the details and confessed mm. to that one. And then Mississippi gets a call <laughs> about Mindy. The first one he got back in 82. So they hurt, head down to Texas, and yet again confessed in detail. So a 30-year-old cold case is solved, is sealed. And then in the, in the end, Samuel um, uh, Little confessed to 93 murders, and the FBI says he is credible to all of them. And finally, Sam um, Little is back in California in California prison in P- Palmdale and to this day 
Detectives still visit him about cold cases, and that is the story of Samuel Little. Uh, so he just kept moving, kept moving, and they just didn't catch up to him until eventually they did when he was moving real slow because he was like 70-something. 72. Like, he didn't uh, mur- murder for a long time, but uh, they found him because it was a fucking ATM of his ATM card and in Kentucky. And the thing is back in the eighties and nine, you know, the eighties and nineties, like he used two fake names or no one fake name. And somehow they kind of link the two together. So they didn't know how they actually more, did so. catch him like twice, but they thing. just let him go. Cause yeah. Cause he beat the rap. Yeah. Yeah, and then he, uh, yeah, he was a very smart individual, and he's, um, he was a he boxer, was very right? smart. But at the end, though, he's like a boxer. I didn't hear about that. No, I believe he was a trained, yeah, yeah, so trained boxer. I mean, he had boxing training. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, um, that makes sense, I guess. Um, but uh, he's a. How, how how he was so strong and all that, and he's big. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was a so, definitely a. He's a yeah. He's, did they publish yeah. the pictures that he drew? The FBI, I think some of them they made available oh, to the public, like yeah, that, had... like do you know this woman, that kind of thing. Oh yeah, if you go, yeah, they're on the dock. Um, but if you go to if you go like Google Images, there's like they have a right, right now on there. Yeah, they're pretty good, man. They're pretty good detail so damn it uh man these the headlines on this freaking uh oh shoot i'm accidentally opening up extra tabs but this is going to crash pretty soon but the headlines on this the u.s sun are <laughs> freaking nuts but i've this is what i should have done uh here, the headline gun down family's fury after felon shoots dead mom of two 21 just days after his early prison or after early prison release due to coronavirus that's what i should have done but you know what oh there you go when we do our summer edition or whatever i'll just i'll do a roundup of uh the various body counts right exactly in august yeah july august yeah looks sad though Whew. um yeah yeah did you, did you find those those uh those drawings? Here, uh, Google image search. It's Sam Samuel, right? There we go. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, supposedly he had uh oh I spelled it right. Yeah, Samuel. Uh, he has like. Like, like a photographic memory or a very good memory. I can't. My God, I can't. I, yeah, I can't remember a face from a year ago. If it's someone, if it's someone I just met once or twice, right? What right. do they? What is he? They give him colored pencils. Yeah, he's like, I need, I need, I need to draw. They he's should, like, oh, they should give him some paint. And. Uh, he they might should. get bored with the pencils. That wouldn't yeah. inspire him. Well, I guess he's going to run. He, eventually, he will run out of uh, people to draw. 
Maybe not. Maybe what do you say? Ninety one. True. Ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's it. Yeah, I mean, um, they were saying in the docs that, like, he would like since since he like knew how each each woman and how they looked, like he would like revisit it over and over and over and over mm. in his head, like what they looked like to have that great detail. And uh, that that's how sick he was. They said uh, in the documentary, which is actually it was great because I watched. Doctor Watcher was a was it was actually a doc um, called Catching a Catching a Circular Catching. So this woman um, traveled to every spot where these cases were and asked local detectives and all that how you know uh, stories and all that. So it was very interesting how it was it was done. So definitely worth watching that documentary that I, mm-hmm. I watched. So I sent you on Sammy Little, but um, yeah, that that was a good one. All right. Um, all right. So now we're approaching. Ooh, uh, ooh yeah. Uh, hour and over an hour, hour and 40, mm. hour 20, maybe. Um, oh. But um, yeah. Before we go here, um, any final thoughts regarding um, the murders we, we just discussed or coronavirus or whatever you want to talk about? Uh I suppose not. I'm looking at the I'm looking at young Sam Samuel Little now. Yeah. Where are the side by side comparison or side by side pictures of the his pictures with the with the actual victims? Oh, um Okay, there there's oh, a few. All actually, right. I, don't... I, I found some. Mm-hmm. Did you find did you find some? Yeah. Yeah, um yeah, so if you look, if oh you god, look he looks like he looks Samuel young. Little. He looks like Dolomite, young Sam Little. In 19, 1977, his uh, mugshot. He looks like Dolomite. I don't. No, no, no. no uh, it's who, uh, who that is. It's actually. a PlayStation movie from the from the seventies. That uh, kind of obscure, but. Uh, it, oh okay. It's appropriate. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Um, all right. So I think that's it for now. Um, hopefully, everyone, everyone out there, um, just stay safe, stay home if you have, if you can, uh, wash your hands, all that stuff. Don't spread the virus, and don't don't be dumb out there this weekend. Um, hopefully, you don't like go into a bar. It's open now, probably, and um, get infected by the virus. So hopefully, that you don't do that. So. And, and until next time, Ben, thanks for coming on the podcast. All right. We'll talk to you in a couple I'll months. be here.